Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at the Baltic Sea Anomaly, or what some people call the Baltic Sea UFO, because, frankly, it looks like a giant UFO sitting down there at the bottom of the Baltic Sea. At least that's what a lot of people think. Now, there's been some stuff come out about this recently. I want to get into a couple of different articles and look at some different perspectives on this. But we need to go back first off and talk about what was being said when this thing was first discovered back in 2011. This article comes to us from businessinsider.com, and it's actually written June 15, 2012. The title says, Divers have released footage of a mysterious UFO in the Baltic Sea. It goes on to say, Last year, divers reportedly discovered strange objects at the bottom of the Baltic Sea between Sweden and Finland, one apparently the size of a jumbo jet with another smaller object of the same shape nearby. Both appear to have mysterious drag marks beneath them. I just point out now that in the interim, that I believe they've also discovered uh, basically like a 60-foot-long monolith-shaped object and another pretty good-sized rectangular-shaped object. Uh, Whether these things are made out of stone or metal or whatever, we don't know, but it just kind of adds to the mystery. It goes on and says, Well, initially it was suspected to be a shipwreck. The sizes and shapes appeared to be off. Following international media interest, Ocean Explorer, the Swedish team that found the ship, now, there you go. They put that word ship in there. I don't know why, because we've just, we've just established that we, it's not a ship. Using sonar regions, pledged to return and dive when the waters were calmer. That time has come, and Ocean Explorer has released some of their new footage to Swedish paper Expressen. The video is in, Swede, is in Swede, Swedish, but the images speak for themselves. And it goes on here, and it has a translation. It says, the Ocean X team dove down to the circle-shaped object in the Baltic Sea and met something they never experienced before. First, they thought it was just stone or a rock cliff, but after further observations, the object appeared more as a huge mushroom rising 3 to 4 meters, 10 to 13 feet, from the seabed with rounded sides and rugged edges. The object had an egg-shaped hole leading into it from the top as an opening. On top of the object, they also found strange stone circles, almost looking like small fireplaces. The stones were covered in something resembling soot. Soot. During my 20-year diving career, quote, including 6,000 dives, I have never seen anything like this. Normally, stones don't burn. I can't explain what we saw, and I went down there to answer questions, but I came up with even more questions, says Stephen Hoshburn, one of the divers at Ocean X Team. Goes on, it says, of course, this all sounds completely nuts. No, it doesn't sound nuts, but it does sound interesting. Right now, the Ocean Explorer Facebook page is awash with conspiracy theories. You know, they just cannot get through one of these articles without injecting that CIA-inspired term, conspiracy theories. What about conspiracy analysts? And attempts to explain the video either through the lens of both scientific discovery or fraud. 
You know, fraud's a pretty serious word to be using. I mean, you're, you're, you are uh, accusing people who have an opinion that's different of yours of trying to defraud someone. It's one thing to tell a story. It's another thing to try to uh, intentionally deceive somewhat, somebody for profit. Some pretty poor writing there, actually. One point to note is Jesus Diaz at Gizmodo points out, these guys aren't UFO enthusiasts. They are people who die for sunken treasures from ancient wrecks, purely for profit. But that doesn't, compl but that doesn't completely rule out the possibility of this being a hoax or viral marketing stunt. Well, I think in the 11 years since, we've pretty much determined that this is definitely not a viral marketing stunt, and it's not a hoax. It's something down there that, we have, that we've yet to get an adequate explanation for. Very strange-looking thing. Uh, lots of uh, very uh, weird artifacts around it, basically the way it's shaped. Like they talked about these what look like stone fireplaces on top, the monolith, this long rectangular uh, object found. And uh, they've also talked about finding like a triangle shape engraved on the wall with, or, or, with, with a hole drilled into the side of this thing. So, yeah, this stuff could all be natural uh, artifacts from, from glaciation or whatever. But we still do not have a, a clear-cut explanation. Unless, of course, you talk to uh, the mirror and after uh, 11 years... They've just decided that, yeah, they know what it is. So here we have this article from mirror.co.uk. Baltic Sea Anomaly Mystery Amid Theory Object at Bottom of Ocean is Crashed UFO. Wow, that's quite a sentence there. I'm not sure uh, where this uh, uh, Sarah Len Leonard learned how to write, but it wasn't at the same university that I went to. It says, the mystery of the Baltic Sea Anomaly has been uncovered with a simple solution despite continuing theories that it is a crashed UFO. Treasure hunters discovered the strangely shaped object, which bears a striking resemblance to the fictitious Star Wars Millennium Falcon in June 2011. The anomaly, measuring about 70 meters long, so 220 feet, I suppose, appeared on a side-scan sonar while the adventurous, well, whilst the adventurous ocean explorer team were diving to find old shipwrecks in the waters between Sweden and Finland. Instead, their imaginations ran wild. Well, can you say interjection? Upon discovering what they believed to be an underwater UFO. Now, they didn't say that. They said they didn't know what it was. And I think that they've been pretty open-minded about this thing the whole time. But you see here, this is your mainline press again, trying to pre-bunk you, trying to gaslight you, to put some notion in your head that even the thought that this thing could be a UFO or something we don't understand, that if you think this is something we can't explain, you might be crazy. Others suggested it could be a Russian spaceship or even the remains of a lost sunken city from 140,000 years ago. I got to interject here once again. If it's a Russian, if the Russians had spaceships, considering their present situation, don't you think that those Russians would have said would have used said spaceships at this point. This notion that the Russians or the Chinese or some other third world country has access to this off-world technology and they're the ones responsible for all these UFO sightings. 
To be honest with you, I don't find that to be a very intelligent assessment. Goes on and says, either way, the Baltic Sea anomaly has has remained an unknown for years. And whilst there's that word again, W H I L S T, I guess that makes her feel really important when she says it. The theory of a crashed UFO has some faint credibility. There is a 16 parentheses. There is a 1600 feet of churned up track on the seafloor leading to the object. Peter Lindbergh of Ocean X says he needs to know what we found. In an email to ABC News, Lindbergh wrote, Let us put it like this. We have tried a lot of theories. The list is getting shorter and shorter with options, so for now we do not really know. We do not have anything that speaks more for one option or the other. Quote, we are determined to successfully complete our mission of finding out what's at the bottom of the Baltic Ocean. Lindbergh has previously given various possibilities for what the object might be. In a radio interview, he said, it has these very strange stair formations, and if it is constructed, it must, it must be constructed tens of thousands of years ago, before the Ice Age. If this is Atlantis, that would be quite amazing. Rosani says, luckily, almost ten years later, the mystery appears to have been solved by researchers at Stockholm University. You see that? Shift to appeal to authority. She starts off her little sentence here quite, you know, glibly. Luckily, almost 10 years later, the mystery appears to have been solved by researchers at Stockholm University. Well, they must be right because they own the science, don't they? Sci or at least they own the scientists. Scientists have concluded that the Baltic Sea anomaly is leftovers from moving glaciers during the Ice Age, which carved out much of the Baltic Sea. In essence, the anomaly is nothing more than a glacial deposit. Booker Brooker, an associate professor hmm, of geology at Stockholm University, said, I was surprised when I researched the material. I found a great black stone that could be a volcanic rock. Now, he researched the material, but did he get into a submersible or a dive suit and go down there and have a look at it? <laughs> I think not. He added, my hypothesis is that this object, the structure, was formed during the Ice Age many thousands of years ago. Now, remember, folks, a hypothesis is not a theory. A hypothesis is just an untested idea of what you think might be a theory. Okay? Long ways from proven fact. Long long ways from proven fact. Quote, because the whole northern Baltic region is so heavily influenced by glacial, by glacial thawing processes, both the features and the rock samples are likely to have formed in connection with glacial and post-glacial processes. Possibly these rocks were transported there by glaciers. Now that's got to be about the biggest rock I've ever seen transported by a glacier. I don't know, just saying and yet, despite the seemingly airtight scientific evidence, wow, boy, she's, she's got some pretty serious critical thinking skills here. So he says it's a hypothesis, okay? We know that the hypothesis, that's basically your first step in a theory, right? It's, it's unproven. It's just, well, that's what I think. It hasn't been proven. It's not established as fact. But not according to this author. She says, and yet, despite the seemingly airtight scientific evidence, Seemingly, that word would be uh, quantitative. Yes, quantitative. Something you would just estimate. 
an estimation. Airtight, that would be qualitative. That means it's so tight the air can't get out. Hmm, that almost seems like an oxymoron. You're taking two different words that have completely opposite meanings, and you're putting them together in the same sentence and pretending like they support each other. Hmm, think about that. Lindbergh and his Ocean X team refused to believe that the object could be something as mundane as a glacial deposit. Oh, those nasty, nasty, stubborn conspiracy theorists. Of course, you know, Lindbergh and his team of Ocean X, I think they've actually been down there taking pictures of this thing. So maybe they know something you don't know. According to Stephen Hogerburn, another member of the Ocean X team, their electric equipment stopped working when they got to within 200 meters of the anomaly of the anomaly on the Baltic seabed. Wow, I wonder what caused that. He is quoted by NDTV as saying, quote, anything electric out there and the satellite phone as well stopped working when we were above the object. Well, you know, this is just a conspiracy theorist talking though, right? Quote, and then we got away about 200 meters, 600 feet, and it turned on again. And we got back over the object. It didn't work. So you see, I would tell the author that that is the difference between a hypothesis, a theory, and fact. The hypothesis was, this is strange. The theory was, wow, our stuff's not, our electronics quit when we're over it. Well, let's try it out and see if it happens. They go back. Their electronics quit working again once they sell the ship over the object. Fact, their electric equipment does not work when it's within 200 meters of the object. Now, that's not a conspiracy theory. That is a conspiracy fact. Okay, now, enough of that. Let's go on here and have a look at one more article. I thought this was kind of interesting. We did get a somewhat more even-handed approach. This article comes from Marine Insight, marineinsight.com. It's written by Zara Ahmed. Title is The Baltic Sea Mystery of the Strange The Baltic Sea Mystery of the Strange UFO Object. Starts out unearthed by a group of subwater explorers in 2011, a 60 meter wide unique entity with a vast disk twice the size of a football field, rests deep under the freezing waters of the Gulf of Botnia in the Baltic Sea region. You know what? I think they did a little better job in their first, in their first uh, short paragraph. They told us when, they told us where, and they told us the best to their understanding what. When, where, what. 2011 to when it happened. It happened right here in the Gulf of Botnia in the Baltic Sea region. Pretty pretty decent explanation of where. And they told us what? It's this giant disc. It's 60 meters. That's what? 200 feet wide with a top the size of a football field. That's something you get very, when, that's something that you get very precious little of in a lot of these articles. Is what when, where. The Baltic Sea anomaly is an unprecedented finding. The aura of mystery surrounding its background has popularly led to being referred to as the Baltic Sea mystery and the Baltic Sea mystery object. 
It lies in the waters between Sweden and Finland and looks like a mushroom rising 3 to 4 meters or 10 to 13 feet from the seabed. The main object seems to have straight edges, construction lines, and boxes drawn. The huge mushroom-like top of the object also has cracks filled with an unidentified black material. Many have called it the giant stone portal to the other world underwater stonehenge or strange stone circle formations made by some past civilization. The mystery surrounding the entity, though, is not because of the lack of knowledge of its sizing and shape, but because of the explorers and other scientists' inability to categorize the reason for it to be at the bottom of the sea. Submerged at a depth of about 91 meters, about 300 feet, under the gulf's waters, the entity is roundish with a circumference of about 18 meters. The unique shape and its inexplicably tall height of 13 meters, so think about 40 feet or better, have given way to scientific claims that the entity is an unidentified flying object. Such assertions led the disc-shaped object and the geography to be tagged as the UFO Baltic Sea. These claims about the Baltic Sea mystery were further reinforced when pavement-like platforms were found extending from the entity to a distance of about 300 meters. Wow, you know, a thousand feet. Another factor supporting the UFO claims in the Baltic Sea region was the lack of viability of the explorer's electrical equipment like sonar instruments and satellite phones while close to the unidentified entity. Now that's pretty slick the way they worded that. Lack of viability. Why couldn't you just tell us? Man, all the electronics went down when they got near this thing. This is this is standard operating procedure when it comes to UFO sightings. The electronics go down. That doesn't happen all the time. It didn't happen when I had my sighting. But sometimes, a lot of times, when people have these up-close encounters, the car batteries, car lights, whatever, bleep, they go off. So this does not surprise me this would happen in this situation. It goes on and says, From above, the circle-shaped object looks like the Star Wars fame Millennium Falcon. Although there have been many theories by scientists, geologists, and experts claiming that the object could be a link in human evolution or the base of a U-boat or a Nazi ship that drowned during the Cold War, that would, be, that would be one big Nazi ship, let me tell you. A glacier or a glacial deposit dating to the Ice Age that appeared as a consequence of the glacial thawing process or the post-glacial processes, however, None of these theories can explain why electric equipment can seem to malfunction near it. Now you see, this author did something the last author didn't. They, took, they reported the fact that the explorers reported, our electronics quit working when they were next to this thing. That's pretty important, okay? According to the researchers, all electronic equipment stops near the unidentified object. All the institutes that conducted research operations, be it the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution or the, Mon or the Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute, and researchers from Arizona State University claimed the same. Hello? Uh, you forgot to put this in the last article, Mirror? Okay? Hello? Listen to this. All the institutes that conducted research operations, be it Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, pretty big deal. Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute, yeah, pretty big deal. Researchers from Arizona State University, 
yeah, yeah, pretty respected, claimed the same. Hypothesis, theory, fact. Hypothesis, theory, fact. The fact is when you take your electronics within a couple hundred feet of these things, your electronics quit working. At least that's what Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute, and Arizona State University tell us. What more do you need? Interestingly, some researchers claim that the object is not made of metal, hence it could not be proof of extraterrestrial contact. There are a lot of theories surrounding it. Many hypotheses call it a result of volcanic activity on the Baltic seabed. Others also think it might be a volcano, an asteroid, an asteroid or a meteorite which fell on the seafloor thousands of years ago. An associate professor of geology, this is a guy with the glaciers, and then it says, however, many believe it to, it to be an alien spacecraft or spaceship. UFO, UFO believers have popularized the theories of sunken UFOs or aliens. There are huge misconceptions, but this hypothesis cannot be ruled out either. This belief is also supported by findings of a Swedish diving team whose recorded footage shows a 985-foot runway leading to the object, something like a staircase. A, driver, a diver claimed that during his 20-year diving career, he had never seen something like it and described it as a is a missing experience. Wow, that's incredible. I think I find the most incredible part of this is the fact that the electronics quit working around it. There you have it. That's the Baltic Sea anomaly. And I think it's important to see how different people come at this from different perspectives. If your perspective is just to disprove something, well, you're going to write an article one way. But if you have an open mind about it and you want to consider all the facts, like the second author did, and you bring in the facts as reported by, you know, uh, three or four different different uh, universities or research centers, then you have a totally different outlook on things. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over now. out.